Welcome everyone to Traverse Through Life, where we discuss life and everything in between. This is Amna, and it's great having you here. I would like to introduce a new series of short episodes. Each episode will deal with a specific topic in the context of caffeine in health and business, something that the majority of us is passionate about. We are willing to learn more about the details and we'll also be interviewing people that um, are far more educated in the topic. For instance, people in the caffeine business and people that will guide us through the health-related um, issues um, in regards to the consumption of caffeine on a daily basis. The episodes will not be released in an orderly manner. That is because we will be launching other episodes discussing other topics um, while working on this one. We will be citing all information provided in this episode down in the description box. A lot of us would like to learn more about the substance that we consume daily, maybe through some tips and tricks here and there. Thus, the launch of this series. So stay tuned. this episode, we will be answering some of the frequently asked questions, such as when's the best time to consume caffeine? Uh, Can I be addicted to caffeine? And how much caffeine can I safely consume per day? As well as how caffeine adversely affects the quality of sleep. We will also be going a little in depth about the stages of sleep and what stage of sleep is being affected by the consumption of caffeine keeping in mind that multiple factors have a role in the quality and the depth of sleep that we get. Caffeine can be found in multiple substances. Some people prefer it in the form of coffee, and some would have it in a cup of tea. There are also others that uh, prefer consuming it in the form of a tablet. And as much as I enjoy my daily cup of coffee, I do need the caffeine boost to help me get through the day, to alter my concentration level and my energy level. So when's the the right time to have my uh, cup of coffee or my cup of tea um, to get me uh, to perform better during the day? In order to avoid the afternoon crash, it would be preferable to consume your caffeine 90 to 120 minutes after waking up. And the quarter life of caffeine is 12 hours, meaning that 25% of the substance that you've ingested will remain active in your body after 12 hours. So if I consume my daily dose of caffeine at 12 p.m., 25% of what I've ingested will still remain active at 12 a.m., midnight. So it would be best to restrict your caffeine intake to 12 hours prior to bedtime and to have it affect the quality of your sleep. And I know how much of a struggle it would be to restrict it to 12 hours prior to bedtime. But you can begin with 8 hours or 10 hours. Um, Just make sure that your consumption of coffee does not fall 6 hours prior to bedtime because there is, it won't really affect your ability to fall asleep as much as it would affect the quality of the sleep that you get uh, during the night. And what do we mean by quality of sleep? Now, sleep is divided into four stages. Um, during which stage one, you begin to fall asleep and it lasts for a few minutes. You move on then into stage two. Now, stage two is known as the light sleep. That's when no eye movement is recorded and it lasts for about 25 minutes. You then move on to the 
to the third stage, known as the slow wave stage, or in other words, the deep sleep stage. During stage three or slow wave stage, that's when the majority of tissue repair happens. That's when growth hormone is being released and our immune system is being strengthened. And it's also worthy to mention that if you try to wake up a person during this stage, it will tend to impair one's mental performance for at least 30 minutes to one hour. So we try to increase the time that we get to spend during this stage by altering some of the factors that play a role. For instance, caffeine. Caffeine has been found to affect the third stage of sleep or the slow wave stage. There are also other factors that play a role in uh, affecting or altering the quality of sleep. Studies have shown that performing high intensity exercise prior to bedtime shows an increase in heart rate as well as a delay in the sleep onset. Let's also not forget to mention the environment and the room temperature in which the person sleeps. And that brings us to the final stage of sleeping, also known as REM, or rapid eye movement. This is the stage that is associated with dreaming, that is also not considered a restful sleep stage. During this stage, the neural pathways that are responsible or that prevent muscles from moving are active, resulting in temporary paralysis so that we won't act out our dreams. We tend to awaken spontaneously um, in the morning during REM stage. Now, as a person that consumes caffeine on a daily basis, am I considered an addict? Do I have addiction to coffee? You can gain dependency on coffee. You can also gain a certain level of tolerance. It can also become less effective as a stimulant the more you have it. People that have developed high dependency on the consumption of caffeine will experience some of the withdrawal symptoms if they decide to cut off coffee for the day. Um, some of the symptoms include um, certain levels of headaches and fatigue. The symptoms really vary from one person to another and as well as the degree of tolerance can vary from one person to the other. It is generally safe to consume one to three milligrams per kilograms of body weight um, in a single drink per day. Uh, meaning that if you are 50 kilograms, you can consume 50 milligrams to 150 milligrams. Uh, you can safely tolerate that. Now, that does not mean that you cannot drink beyond that. Uh, you can and you've probably already have uh, consumed more than that. If you're a healthy person, it is safe to ingest around uh, 400 milligrams, which is equivalent to four cups. But I would advise to stay um in the limit between one to three milligrams per kilogram per day. And that brings us to the end of the episode in the series of episodes in which we discuss caffeine in the context of health and business. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and if there are any questions, please let me know. Do not forget to follow our pages, both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You will also find us on Instagram for future updates. Thank you very much for tuning in and see you soon. Bye.